this feels really good. Being six and two feels really good. And, you know, beating Georgia State feels really good. Beating Coastal Carolina feels really, really good. We've had our ups and downs this season, more ups than downs. But I'm going to tell you something. Watching what Coach Clay Helton has done and what he's continuing to do is making this program back on the rise once again. Um, you know, beating Georgia State was awesome, but I want you guys to also understand that we've matched our win total from last season, and we have four games left. It's just a phenomenal time. This is the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Going to stick with Georgia Southern today because I think this this was like one of those important episodes I want to share with you guys once again. Uh, I think I did this when we uh, talked about the Coastal Carolina game, which was a big hurdle for us. Uh, and now with the Georgia State game, we've beaten them as well. And that's another hurdle for us. But even though we achieved those two things, this is bigger than what you know we you know uh, actually imagined, even with the two losses. And in some cases, they may be slightly more important than those two losses that we sh- we felt like we could have had, you know. So let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Georgia Southern and Coach Clay Helton. And it's definitely Hell Southern and no place else. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Find a way over there to listen on the Podcast Avenue if you don't mind. If you're here, hit the like button if you're on YouTube and Rumble. You know, that really helps the show. Also, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I really, really would appreciate it. Also, um, I want to thank you guys for, uh, it was a pretty good stream, fairly solid stream last night. People came through and listened to the uh, my thoughts and opinions in real time of the game. I may do more live streams and actually get into that. And I think it's going to be a really cool thing that we could do from time to time. So, when I go live, hopefully you guys come through and um, watch, you know, the reactions or we just have a back and forth discussion about things following, you know, Georgia Southern or Atlanta Falcons football. So um, I can be found on Twitter at X at uh, or Twitter or X at VF Baller. And the website is first and Coach Clay Helton has revitalized the tradition at Georgia Southern. He did it in his own way. He did it in a different way. He decided to throw the ball instead of run the ball because we were definitely a run-first team, and that was a part of our identity. Well, all that has changed. I mean, it's changed ever since, you know, what, game two of of Coach Clay Helton's career career at Georgia Southern? I think that's when we start to realize, wait a minute, we're not going to be running spread option. We're not going to be running triple option. This is going to be something different. And it took us about a year to really get it together. No, no, no uh, shade at Kyle Van Trees because he did an excellent job with the first year of this team putting, you know, this program, you know, transitioning to this type of offense. But now you actually see it on display as you know not necessarily a work in progress anymore this is the real deal you know throwing for 300 yards is the is basically the norm now and us getting over on teams that gave us problems all year for years i mean these are teams that we did we kind of dreaded the the play 
We did not want to go to Conway. We did not want to go to Turner Field. We didn't want to admit it, but that's the truth. We knew the type of leadership we had, and it was shaky at best. There's nothing against Coach Chad Lunsford. I like him. I think he's a phenomenal leader of men, but it was just it was just not enough. The ten and the, the ten and two, what was the ten and three, ten and two season that we had was phenomenal back in 2018. We all got to be honest. It, it, it wasn't necessarily the type of football that we really wanted to run. It was very limited. If we were going to go all in on the option, it, it, we should have went in all in on the option, but we tried to do a little bit too much with the athletes we had and we made it happen, but it wasn't sustainable. And we saw what happened. Now we brought in a coach that's changed everything for what we did offensively. And this offense is very sustainable. You got guys who want to be in this system. You got guys are tailor made for this system to the guys from uh, our running backs like OJ Arnold, all the way up to Anthony Quelia and, 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 and Keaton Upshaw and everyone in between. We got guys built for this offense and it's very sustainable. What does that mean for everybody else that's going to be playing against us now? Outside of us making mistakes or, quite frankly, having, you know, certain talents from the opposition that are better or they're, they're, they're put together a little bit better than us, we're not going to have many problems. We're not going to beat ourselves. And I know that sounds crazy after, you know, our quarterback – does have his issues with turning the ball over, but when you sling the ball around like this, you play to run the air raid, it's going to happen. You live and die by the pass. So this is why I don't really get too crazy about this offense, especially once I start to learn it. I had my doubts about Kyle Van Trees at first, but once I realized, hey, this is the type of offense going to happen, you're going to have turnovers in the passing game. It's going to happen. So, I, I I fell back and I wasn't as critical. Just like I'm not as critical of Davis Brin. I think he's done a great job. Him and Calvin Trees have done a phenomenal job of helping turning this program around. But it all starts with the guy up top, Coach Clay Helton. You got to understand that this man was, I'm not going to say he was ran out of USC, but he was basically ran out of USC. And you got a lot of fans that was extremely happy that he was gone. They made fun of our school. They thought that we were like some Division II team that don't know what we're doing when hiring this coach. When you look at the background of Georgia Southern, you see why we say this hell Southern and no place else. You also have to understand why that it takes a coach like Coach Clay Helton to bring this program back to the traditions of winning. And right now, it seems like he's the perfect man for the job. He embraced what it takes to be an Eagle. He embraces the South because he's from here. He's not too, and he's not from here, but he's from the South. He embraced what it takes to have a winning formula and a winning tradition. So when you go back and look at what happened at USC when it comes to him, it doesn't look so good when it comes to how they perceived him. 
because right now he's he's basically he's outperforming his successor. But that's a whole nother story for another day. Shout out to Lincoln Riley. Now, what does this mean going forward? I'm sorry, Coastal Carolina. And I'm not saying it's being arrogant or being, you know, uh, pushy or being, you know, uh, uh, having the big head. But I'm dead serious when I said this. I, I, I'm dead serious when I say this because I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen. Sorry, Coastal Carolina. You lost Grayson McCall. He's going to be gone. It may be a long time before you catch up to what Georgia Southern is doing at this point. Sorry, Georgia State. It was fun when you beat us when we didn't have this leadership. But it may be a long time before you beat us again. And I may be wrong, but I just don't see it right now. I've seen how it is when Georgia Southern is rolling on all cylinders, even back in the, all the way back to the FCS day, the one double A days. When you have a tradition that's sitting at state in Statesboro, Georgia, that breeds football, breeds leader of men, breeds breeds young boys that wants to learn about the game of football or know about the game of football and wants to be taught and led in a winning tradition, you need a coach like Coach Clay Helton. I think I said this earlier. Y'all got to understand, this man started with a 3-9 and nine team that was the year before him, fought it to 6-7 and seven in the one year, turned it around, and now 6-2 and two with four games left. You guys need to understand that not, not Eagle Nation. I mean, you guys are awesome. You guys know what time it is. But you guys need to understand the Coastals of the world, the Georgia States of the world. And even in some cases, you could say now even the Appalachian State. See, Appalachian State knows. People who are diehard Appalachian State fans, they know what this, they know what this does. They know the type of pedigree that we have because they share it as well. We've been battling those dudes since the late 80s, and they know what it takes. They have three national championships under their belt. They got Sun Belt titles under their belt. And the only reason why, in my opinion, the only reason why we don't have those Sun Belt titles right along with them, we only have one, is because we didn't have the leadership like this. But now we do. It's going to be a problem for these other teams if they don't catch up. The traditions that are at Coastal Carolina, they're nice. And there's, and there's not even no shade to them. But you got to understand, we are big dogs in the world of football. This is no, this we didn't just come up when we just came through the Sun Belt. We were, we were getting nice recruits before we even thought about going to the FBS. We were getting nice players prior to that. This is why this is why this team, this is why this fan base, this is why this the, the tradition is 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 such at a high level. This is why the, the expectations are such so high. Because we've always been in the mix of some sort of championship. We've always been in the mix of having 10 win seasons. We've always been in the mix of being a team that you don't want to mess around with. We lost our way once we got to the FBS. We lost, um, you know, first of all, we lost Jeff Munkin, which, you know, that was devastating. Then we had Willie, I think we, I, I, I can't remember the timeline, but I know we had Willie Fritz. 
You see what really Fritz is doing down there at uh and Tulane. So the leadership is real. The coach that we don't talk about after that, we don't talk about him. Then we had Chad Lunsford. So this is this is what I'm talking about. When we have our guys in place that knows what it takes to be an eagle and understand it's hell southern and no place else, it's going to be a problem. Go back and ask Furman. Go back and ask Elon. Hey, you can even ask your 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 you can ask your Sun Belt mate, uh, Appalachian State. They know. They respect us because they know what type of level of what type what level of football that we have here. Everybody know, and, and you know what? Appalachian State is going through this right now with Sean Clark. They're going through it right now. Ever since Drinkowitz is gone, they haven't found that magic yet. I mean, they had their wins or whatever the case may be. But you have to understand that they pride themselves on the same type of, of pedigree that we have. And it, it, it is just that essential with us. This is why we talk the way we talk. This is why we walk the way we walk. This is why we do the things we do. We don't do this just because we're happy to be at the FBS level. You know what we did in 2000? You know what we did in 99? Come on, man. Do you know how many times we was in the running for a national title at the 1AA level? Even in the FCS level? We have six national titles here, man. I mean, come on, man. We don't we 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 don't play around when it comes to our football. Yeah, it's fun and games is jokes. And you can have your six and fours. You can have your wonderful Grace of McCall moments. But you also have to understand that, look, what we do is bigger than what you guys are doing. We What we do is bigger than what you guys are talking about. Shout out to Jared Banco for bringing Coach Clay Helton here because this is the type of coach we needed to bring that standard back to Statesboro. When we bring this type of standard, you will understand why we were so dominant back in the day. It's just going to be in a different form. I love this team. I've loved this team. I've loved this school ever since I was a kid. Born and raised in Savannah, Georgia, watching this team an hour away. Shout out to my grandfather. He used to watch Georgia Southern football as well. And that's what got me on it. That's what got me watching. And I, I, I you know, I never looked back ever since. My only regret is, and I, I mean, it ain't no secret. My only regret is I actually rooted for the Bulldogs at one point until social media came, and I really didn't realize how bad it was that they tried to disrespect our school or disrespect Georgia Southern. I just didn't understand it. So, I, I mean, nothing against the Bulldogs, but I just have nothing to say about them no more. But when it comes to this school here, Man, it's really no place else, man. You got to be down here. I mean, you got to go to a game to see. You got to understand what this team is about to to understand why this is so important. This ain't just, you know, glitz and glamour or whatever. This is real hard-nosed, blue-collar, get it out the mud, beat the next man across from you type of football. It's always been like that. 
ever since Russell came back and resurrected this this uh this program back in the 80s. It's always been like that. Paul Johnson, shout out to Paul Johnson. He was just uh elected to the College Football Hall of Fame. Excellent coach. Carried on tradition for us. Had a few guys between here and there. CWAC, DVG. You know, I really shouldn't have said that name, but you know. Yeah, so we had some we had some people in between. But this is this this is the type of program, the way this program is ran, this is the way it's supposed to be. It's been like this for decades. I just put it on Twitter not too long ago or X that Georgia State don't realize it may be a while. And I said this earlier on the show, it may be a while before you catch up to us again. And I'm dead serious when I say that. Y'all understand y'all gotta understand, y'all barely beat us. When, we, when our program was in disarray or when our program just wasn't up to the standard that we wanted, y'all barely beat us. But when we're on our A game, we get 38 to 10s. We get 44 to 27s. Y'all get 14 to 21, 41, 33. Y'all just get by against us. Coastal Carolina had a phenomenal quarterback. And the only reason why I'm naming these two teams, I know I've been saying this for about, you know, 15, 16, 17 minutes now. The only reason why I speak to these two teams, because these are the teams that gave us a thorn, been a thorn on our side for years. Everybody else in the Sun Belt, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You know, Louisiana had their they had their shots at us, but it wasn't that serious, you know. Appalachia State is always Appalachia State, so you know how that goes. JMU was on the rise, but we've shown that we could beat them. They just had our number this year. So don't get it twisted when it comes to what we do at Georgia Southern. This is the real deal. This is what we do. This is what we've done for decades. I could go on forever with this, but I try to keep this podcast between 10 and 15 minutes. I know I'm almost at 20 now. But I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna fall back in um in this show right now because it, it's just I'm just so passionate about this the way we beat Coastal the way we beat Georgia, um, Georgia State you know that that's that's Georgia Southern football man that's Georgia it, it may not come in the form that we remember it back in the day with the triple option or the spread option but that's how we do it we take care of business. Now we have to go to Texas State and do the same thing. We got a little bit, a couple of days to get some extra rest. That's going to be a big game. Hopefully we'll be able to do it. The next three of our four games are on the road. Man, it's going to be tough, but I think we can do it. As long as we got the coach right here, I think we'll be fine. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Thank you guys if you made it this far. I really appreciate it. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, like I said, I'm gonna be doing more live streams, so hopefully you guys will come through. Um, I'm planning on doing that ASAP uh, and uh, getting those in the algorithm so you guys can come and interact with me more often. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow me on X at VF Baller. The website is firstandframerates.com. If you want to support the show, 
The cash app is VFBaller20. I'm going to start putting that in a ticker. I said I was going to do it a long time ago, but I haven't. But people have been asking. The cash app is VFBaller20. If you want to support the show, I really appreciate it. It all helps to make the, the channel and the podcast grow. More equipment, more resources. It's all for you guys. All right, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. I'll see you guys on Monday for the show, but I'll be talking about the other show, uh, the other games. Well, primarily the Falcons game when they play the Titans. We'll talk about that over the weekend. All right, y'all, y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.